found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here it is, a Thursday edition of Tidbits. <laughs> Matthew there, as you can hear. He's ready to roll. Clearing out the pipes before we get started. <laughs> We're very professional on this program. <laughs> and Nothing but the highest standards for you. And again, we certainly appreciate you podcast listeners, too. Yes. Because you're an important aspect of this. Numbers still heavy in Australia, Matthew? Um, Yeah. Okay. Last I checked, it was like 47% of our podcast listeners are in Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We certainly appreciate them. Absolutely. And our podcast is available at uh, any of your normal, you know, just to go with tidbits. With Dale Lau and Matthew Paul, right? Find That's it. all it is. So even you normal listeners on the radio can tell your friends abroad or elsewhere That's in, right. in the U.S. They can enjoy us, too, mm-hmm. just like you do. And then you'll have something to talk about when you make a phone call. When you make a phone call. <laughs> when you write letters to each other. <laughs> uh, let's. There's so much today. Really? There's so much. Oh, my gosh. And I must uh, say, because I, I feel it's uh, something I must do, is keep our audience abreast of uh, various things. Um, if you have a weak stomach, oh, geez. I'm, I'm just saying, Come on. <laughs> you want to take uh, heed that coming up sometime in tidbits, I'll be covering something that you may not want to hear, okay? So I'm offering that, uh, you know, most of our listeners will stick with us. Because they know I give very important information. But that's coming up, okay, All right. after the news. Okay. All right. All right. So we have time. Yes. To prepare ourselves. Yes. Okay. Now, this is a rare, very rare, okay. $10,000 bill. Wow. Dates back to the Great Depression. Can you imagine having a $10,000 bill? Wow. No. Because they've not made them for quite some time. Yeah. Wow. This $10,000 bill really made some interest since the Great Depression, especially. Imagine what that was worth in the Great Depression. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, what you could really right. get, you know, for two. You turn that in at the local grocery. You know, <laughs> what do they do? You know, why did they make them that big? Yeah, see, I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'll slap that smile off your mug. <laughs> Oh, sure, you got a great set of gams, but I want to pay. You know, you find a wallet with 10 grand in it. Yeah. One bill, uh-huh. 10 grand. Okay. Anyway, this uh, sold at auction for $480,000. Man. So if you had that in your family, if Gramps the gangster left that for you as uh, he passed, after being shot down in, in, in the streets of Chicago, okay, <laughs> you had uh, quite a little something that's earned some pretty that's, good interest. That's not bad, yeah. Now I wonder what ten thousand can is this possible for you to do? Okay, okay, all right. I'm gonna throw something at you. Okay, let's go with ten thousand dollars. Okay, and let's go with an average of let's say twelve percent interest. Okay, okay, and we'll base that on. 90 years, okay? All right. So I don't know how we can you know, come up with the answer to that, but 
compounded and blah blah and blah. Sure. You know, I mean, it's complicated. And maybe I can I can tell you this. Okay, I can tell you this. All right, ten thousand dollars in nineteen twenty nine. Okay, is <laughs> the equivalent now one hundred and seventy nine thousand five hundred forty seven dollars. Okay, but you still made quite a nice chunk of it. Right, I'm just saying you're, back you're, then. Yeah. So that's the, the difference equivalent. of the yeah. value. It's the equivalent. Yeah. yeah. Think back then, you know, what you could have bought with ten grand. It's just unimaginable. I mean, yeah. yeah. To think anyone could actually hold one. This was actually a Federal Reserve note issued in nineteen thirty four. Certified by paper money guarantee PMG. Okay. <laughs> and was exceptional paper quality that they graded. The Boston note features the face of then President Lincoln, Secretary of the Treasury. Okay. This is this is even more impressive. Okay, here we go. Ten thousand dollars in nineteen thirty four. Okay. Is the equivalent in today's money okay. to two hundred twenty nine thousand one hundred twenty three dollars. Wow. Two hundred twenty nine thousand dollars. That's a lot of dough. Yeah, it is. We're gonna paint up the town, see. <laughs> <laughs> the uh <laughs> the most a 1934 $10,000 bill had sold for previously was 384000 in September of 2020. I wonder just how many are out there still. And I don't think you could probably, you certainly couldn't use it to purchase. Let's say you got to go buy a car. Right. You're putting ten grand down, there you are. <laughs> they're not going to believe you. No, they're not. You know, I just... You'd have to go to a bank, wouldn't you, and have it verified? They'd, I mean, you would think so. You'd go through so, all yeah. kinds of rigmarole. You would think so. And you're better off to auction it because yeah. you'll get yeah. far more than well, it obviously. stays. But you've got that kid in the family. You know, grandma's got that boy. He's always borrowing money from granny. Mm. You know, and you know how the kids are <laughs> when they're hard, hard up, you know. I'm going to use smoke, smoke money for an, an example. Grandma's got some, you know, dollar bills in there and some change. And they're taking it, and, you know, it's valuable coinage, well worth more than face And they're using it for face value. Oh, yeah. To buy a pack of smokes. Sure. Oh, you know it. Sure. And the next thing you know, that's when it ends up at the bank. When your wife's there, she's looking, and she's finding <laughs> these coins. Okay? Yeah. Or the uh, person at the, the gas station, they recognize this mm-hmm. is unusual. Right. And the next thing you know, there you are. But you've lost that value yeah. that Grandma had because you needed a pack of smokes, like Junior. Silver quarters and all that kind <laughs> yeah, of stuff, you know. <laughs> I can't imagine. I've, I barely see a $100 bill. Have True. You, have you ever seen a 1000 No. Do they make them? Is that a thing? Surely they do, don't they? I know they don't make 10000s anymore. Right. How about a five thousand? Let's Matt's going to see what's available out there <laughs> as to what. Uh, okay, we here, okay, here. I'm just going to look. Okay. What bills <laughs> does the wait, Treasury? <laughs> this takes a while, folks. Print, print. Okay, we'll print. see. Hold on here. All right, Let me go back. Because that you know they discontinued many of them. It was just unrealistic to. Okay. Print a $10,000 bill. American paper currency comes in seven denominations. All right, here we go. One. Okay. Two. Yes. Five. Okay. Ten. Okay. Twenty. I stop at ten. That's the most I've ever seen. <laughs> All right, we're at five already, right? Ten, uh, Twenty. Okay. Fifty and one hundred. That's it. 
The United States no longer issues bills in longer, larger denominations, such as 500,000, 5,000, wow. and 10,000. Wow. But they are still legal tender and oh. may still be in circulation. So I could take that from grandma's drawer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Go to the gas station and give a $10,000 bill. I guess so. Okay. Nothing, nothing shady about that. <laughs> this is perfectly normal behavior. That's just unbelievable. I'd love to see one, you know? Yeah. It'd just be amazing to me. Who's on it? Well, it was the Treasury Secretary of President Lincoln. Hmm. Says the face of then-President Lincoln, Secretary of the Treasury, I'm sorry, Solomon P. Chase is on there. Everyone remembers Solomon P. Chase, don't you? <laughs> well, is he, is he, you know... Mr. President, I believe we're coming to war. See, that's the that's probably what he said early on in the presidency. Did you know... Things aren't going well, Mr. Lincoln, President. Lincoln, I guess, had like a super high-pitched voice. Did he really? Yeah. yeah. I will see if we go to war or not. Like that, I guess. Anyway. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago... <laughs> We, we will give you realistic reenactments <laughs> right here on this program. Yeah. All right. Now, I'm, I'm giving people a chance, okay, to, to uh, take advantage of the opportunity to not come back after the break for my first story after the break. And I will give you the headline. Okay, here's the headline so you can take heed. Okay. Arsenic and beer. Beaver butts and fish bladders in food. <laughs> Who's up for seconds? All right, so uh, we've got to do it, Matt. I know. They have to know. I know. So real quick, I okay. just looked this up, all right? <laughs> Journalist Horace White. Okay, I remember Horace. Absolutely. Described President Lincoln's voice as having a, quote, thin tenor or rather falsetto voice, almost as high-pitched as a boatswain's whistle. <laughs> Others described his voice as <laughs> shrill and sharp. See? Now, you'd never think that. Uh, let's see. The New York Herald noted in February 1860 <laughs> that his voice had a frequent tendency to dwindle into a shrill and unpleasant sound. <laughs> you'd Fine. never think that. I wasn't far off. So he could have been like a tenor in a choir. Yeah. Big, tall, six foot, four inch tenor. There you go. Wasn't he 6'4"? And then 6'6", six, six maybe. Uh, he was tall. He was tall. Anyway, it is 6.33, so remember, after the break, that's what we're going to discuss. So you've had fair, fair warning. This is Tidbits. Did you take advantage of the uh, cheeseburger day? No. Remember we had that? And yeah. No. We figured out we could have went to three places and right. made a complete meal for a few bucks, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, I did not. No, I didn't either. So anyway, we missed out, but maybe you didn't when it was Cheeseburger Day. Made me think of that because of the cheeseburglar. Rubble, rubble. <laughs> I don't remember him doing that. You don't remember I, him doing that? I, I Maybe. But you, you used to have a full cast of characters. Oh, you yeah. Know, I, but, yeah. Uh, and I, I was telling you. You I had Grimace and Birdie. Yeah. And the Hamburglar. Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese. I mean. Uh, Ronald. Yeah. 
You know, a lot of people would be surprised to learn, and again, you should be gone if you have a weak stomach, what's actually in their favorite comfort foods and beverages. Okay, here we go. (laughs) I'm sorry for this, but I've got to report it. (laughs) I mean, you don't have to. Well, I have to keep the people, you know, up to date. Secretions. (laughs) See, there we go. Like, already... (laughs) You're using the word secretion. It's going to get worse. You know it's going to be bad when the word secretion is the first one. Good Lord. Now, this is something you'd never think of. (laughs) Secretions from a beaver's Um. (laughs) Serious? I'm I'm telling you, from a beaver's anus, bugs, hair, and fish intestines Mm. are just, and again, this stuff's going on. But you got to drain that reservoir. That guy peed in it. <laughs> it's just right. Uh, some of the uh, fixins <laughs> that give foods like candy, cheese, and ice cream their flavors. As for beer and wine, Dartmouth College explains all beer and wine contains some arsenic. Certain beer made with rice, rice wine like sake. And some red or white wines may have higher amounts of arsenic in them than others. That's why you get tipsy. <laughs> is, that what, is that what it is? If you choose beer and wine with higher concentrations, consider drinking less of them. If you're drinking water, food, or other sources containing arsenic. <laughs> who, who thinks that you're getting arsenic? <sighs> is that listed on the label of your beer? Now, if that's not enough... Many beers will use dried-up fish bladders as an agent to reduce Uh, haze or brighten a brew. I know I've made several at home in my barrel that I bought from Rural King. (laughs) (laughs) Made my beer. I've added fish bladder. Well, yeah. Of course, it's carp. You go reel one in from the eel. (laughs) Beer is commonly filtered with the pool cleanser. Uh, You know, they're long names. Also known as petite ocean dwellings crustaceans. They're basically uh, just made of these tiny little microorganisms called diatoms. They're micro sized shellfish. It's just this random thing that's found in oceans. Okay. Meanwhile, phosphoric acid is used in soda. I think we knew that, right? That phosphoric yeah. acid was yeah. in soda. Like, I think we knew that. Castorium, a commonly used additive in vanilla and berry flavorings, plus perfumes. What's castorium? <laughs> I don't want to know, but I'm going to look it up. <sighs> it's probably go. more crustaceans, Matthew. The uh, highly castorium. fragrant secretion comes out of a beaver's anal gland. Oh, there we there go. Yeah. Go. So castorium <laughs> is a chemical compound that comes from the castor, <laughs> castor sacs of beavers. Do you have those at like... At, you how know. do you know it's like? How do you know it's a thing? Do like, you have a supply of beavers in your perfume factory? <laughs> All right, go over there, Johnny. Get it out of there. Uh, you hold up the big flappy tail, and I don't know. It's just how do you get that out of beavers? I mean, you know, how do you specifically get that? How do you know that it's a thing? Like, how do you know to use it? You know what I mean? I don't know. Squirt some of this in here, man. <laughs> That what you do? <laughs> Somebody's got to try it. You know, at some point in history, uh, 
<laughs> you know, it probably dates back to the early days of trappers. I don't know. Other foods like cheese often contain rennet. That's derived from inside the stomachs of lamb calves to help milk clot during production. <laughs> it's just hair <laughs> finds its uh, way into many fast food items as well <laughs> in order to get healthy servings of an amino acid called cysteine. <laughs> okay. See, I could donate my hair for that. You, you absolutely could. Pork products most likely have the ingredients as well, it says. Mm. Confectionery candies like jelly beans rely on shellac wax and shellac, red dye. Shellac wax. Shellac wax yeah. and red dye carmen. For their glossy outer coatings, they come from a pair of bugs. <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> this, uh, the wax, utilizes the lac insect, a species known for the hard shell it produces around itself. Meanwhile, the dye harnesses the uh, cochino bug, mm-hmm. an insect that dwells on cactuses. <laughs> See, we could be cochino bug hunters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could. You're go, right. Go out around cactuses. Yeah. Sell our cochino bugs a nickel apiece. There you go. Have quite the operation going. <laughs> now, who heat, would think of that? Suffer heat stroke, dehydration <laughs> while we're out there. No big deal. Now, who, especially when you're talking about a beaver. Now, how do you, how do you get that? You know, do they, they sit around on their logs rubbing their rear end like your dog? <laughs> and you're harvesting it off the log? I don't get it. Well, they probably... They probably harvest them out of the beaver, right? Are we still using beaver pelts? Are we still selling them? I would assume that beaver, I don't know. It's just, I don't understand. My search history is super weird today. (laughs) Are there that many beavers to supply that much? Are there beavers in other parts of the world? You know? know, or are they only common to the United States? I do not know. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> beavers have been hunted for their fur, meat, and castorium. <sighs> castorium has been used in medicine, perfume, and food flavoring. Beaver pelts have been a major driver in the fur trade. Current beaver population has rebounded to an estimated 10 to 15 million. There you go. Plenty of it mm-hmm. to go around. Okay, so don't you worry. You know, you high manufacturers of perfume. <laughs> There's plenty of beaver tail <sighs> out there. All right, now you love Pringles. I'm going to move it on because we've, you know, I don't <laughs> want to, you know, but you love Pringles. I do. Pringles and the Caviar Company have collaborated to create chips and caviar collections inspired by a viral TikTok trend. The hashtag caviar and Pringles TikTok hashtag began after an episode of The Real Housewives of New York City. I know people watch that, but it's like, they're all over the place. Are you really a housewife anymore? You're divorced. Okay. It's like, I don't get it. Uh, anyway, in season sure. 14, mm. you know, how do you survive that many years? Are there, there can't be that many people watching that stuff, is there? I guess so. Three uh, sets at different uh, price points will be available 
for $49,110. No, 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 $49. Oh, $49, $110, 140 I'm sorry. I thought <laughs> like, that well, was... Back up. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of money for Pringles. It still is. $49 well, yeah. for Pringles. I mean... But you're getting the container of uh, Pringles, sour cream, and onion, and a jar of caviar. Smoked trout roe. <laughs> With no. a touch of beaver. <laughs> beaver secretion. The drizzle on top. I don't like caviar. I've tried it. Have you really? Yeah. I don't know that I ever have. It's just fish eggs. Right. That's just not attractive to me. I remember, you know, fishing. Oh, this uh, goggle eye's got a bag of eggs. <laughs> you know? It's like, I don't care. I don't want them. You know? <laughs> this goggle eye's you know, a bag of eggs. Yeah. Uh, you've, you don't think you've ever tried it? I don't think so. Um, and I'm sure whatever I tried do you, was do you not like, expensive. Okay, this may be a stupid question. Okay. Do you like when you eat them? Because, like, like, okay, well, I, I did I, it once, and I, I didn't only like ask it. this. It tastes terrible. Because when you eat oysters, you just, like, swallow them whole, right? Is that what you do with I, caviar? I did. Or do you just chew it up? <laughs> I just. I don't remember the exact effects. I just know I never wanted another one. Yeah. Now, people love that stuff. You know, some of the. It's like the higher price wines are like bitter and vinegary to me. Yeah, yeah. But that's great stuff to, you know, and I'm sure caviar to people. It's just like oysters. <laughs> Do you eat it just because you can? Is that what it is? Are you eating because everyone else is doing it? Is that why you're doing it? Is that? Is I just it don't find peer it. Peer pressure thing? Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. They've got uh, different colored eggs, of course, depending on what kind of, you know, fish yeah. you're, you're dealing with. That's a lot of money, and to me, you're ruining a good Pringle. Okay, you're just ruining. Well, the 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 little video that we're watching, yeah. it's it's misleading because the can of Pringles, all the Pringles are intact. Because normally you get it, and they're all broken. And they're now, all- Matthew, that's what the container's for. That was their old ads in the day. Your chips were never broken because you were in that container. So you're telling me that's not true. I don't think so. Or are you just wallowing them around before you get them home? Are they bouncing around <laughs> in the car and you're cracking all your Pringles? So my, when I was in college, my friend Jay, <laughs> um, we had this roommate named Brad. And okay. Jay ate all of Brad's Pringles. Oh, time. no. Brad got super mad. Yeah. Jay's like, listen, dude, I will go. I'll go to the store. I will get you some more. So Jay and I hop in the store. We go to the store. <laughs> we hop in the car. We go to the store. Yeah. And we, we get the Pringles. We're walking outside. First thing he does is he chucks them like 50 feet up in the air. And they come crashing down. Oh, no. And then he, like, kicks them all the way to the car. <laughs> he was mean about it. So mean That's about it. just mean. And then he, like, stood, like, all the way home. He just, like, like <laughs> you shook them up all the way home. That's terrible. Sounds like my sister. She was terrible to me. <laughs> I'd, you know, watch TV, eat potato chips. She of course, didn't like the crunch and mash them all to bits. I feel like I heard <laughs> tale of you eating someone's chips and leaving like a cigarette yes, butt. I, no, no, and a dollar. <laughs> I paid for them, okay? It was a cigarette butt and a dollar. And a dollar, yeah. 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 So you ate someone's, like, chips. <laughs> yes. Left a dollar and a cigarette butt. Wow, thanks. That's not as cruel as mashing the guy's chips up. 
Okay. <laughs> At least I paid. That's true. You and back pay. then, they probably cost that. Yeah. And there wasn't a whole con- why canister. the cigarette butt? Why? Why was because to notify it was me. That was my. That was my signature. I can't write a. P- I, can't write- I can't write a note. It was my signature card. You just leave it a cigarette. <laughs> and it was a high school kid, you know. So you know, I just. Uh, uh, that's funny. Anyway, there we go. Look at the time again. All oh week we we're well over time. You've got giveaways galore. Today. Oh, I gotta go. And uh, me too. So I'll see you tomorrow. All right. See you. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.